This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I've got an 888 money pit. Money pit is presented by Lumber Liquidators, Home Advisor, Pergo, T-Rex, and Dynatrap. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretting. And what are you working on this beautiful fall weekend? If it's a home improvement project, you are in exactly the right place because we're here to help you get that done with the right tools, tips, and advice to make that project be a complete success. Coming up this hour, we'll start with a question. When is it a good idea to have a hole in your roof? Well, when that hole is filled with a skylight, of course, but not all skylights are created equal. Some can turn out to be real leaky messes. We're going to share tips on how to choose one for your house that will bring in the light, but keep out the rain. And also ahead, if you need to repair, do you typically reach out for the most indispensable tool in any household? Duct tape? Well, as great as duct tape is, we've got info on a new advanced tape that can hold when surfaces are rough, dirty, damp, or even wet. And your stove's exhaust hood is there for every cooking adventure, but it rarely gets any attention. Well, of course, except during a smoky kitchen incident. (laughs) We're going to tell you about what you need to do to keep your vent hood in tip-top shape. And to keep you fly-free for these remaining days of summer, we've got the Sonata Indoor Insect Trap from Dynatrap worth 44 bucks. Now, this is an indoor version of the trap that keeps our home mosquito-free outside all summer. Now you can have the inside one, and it's really great for all those nuisances like flies. Oh, I hate them, and they're so they're so common in the fall, and this is great. So it's it's the Dynatrap people just have this science down. They kept me mosquito-free all summer with my Dynatrap mosquito trap, and this product now is going to keep those pesky flies out. We've actually got two to give away. If you pick up the phone and call us at 888-MONEYPIT with your home improvement question, or if you post it to the Money Pits community page at moneypit.com, you will be eligible to win. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? John in Washington's on the line has a question about painting siding. Tell us about it. I recently had a real estate agent come by to talk about uh, selling my house, and they pointed out that I had a siding called uh, LP Siding, Louisiana Pacific Siding, self-sealing supposedly from the 1990s. And they, it was like a big red flag, I guess, that, that people didn't put any moisture barrier behind it and it was supposed to be self-sealing when it overlapped. And I was wondering if you guys had heard about it. I, there was a big recall on it. Yeah, the LP siding is, it was famous for its deterioration. It's a composite type of a siding product. And uh, I think it was okay if it was installed perfectly. But the problem is that if you overnail it and pierce the outside surface, you, it swells up mm. and it mm. starts to let the water in and it will start to deteriorate. And it does need paint. 
I used to joke years ago when this was going on that it was okay as long as you painted it every day before you go to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of work. Because it does, really, it, it, it does really swell. And so I, I think your realtor is correct. It's going to be a red flag. You're going to be dealing with this uh, in the transaction. What I would tell you to do, John, is before you put your home on the market, I would get a professional home inspection done as a seller so that you can find out how the house is going to show in the eyes of a buyer's home inspector who will ultimately come in once you have a contract on the place. Because the Louisiana Pacific issue should be investigated and it should be disclosed. And by disclosing it, you're not going to have to dance around with, uh, you know, any reactions from the buyers now not wanting to buy your place or, you know, wanting a big credit as a result. Get to the bottom of it, get to the facts and get it from a professional. And this way, when buyers are looking at it, you can start the conversation with, yes, I know we have LP siding. There's been concerns about it. It is not leaked. Uh, we don't intend to replace it. And I just want to make it clear right now before you have inspector come in and, and, and tell you that it needs to be replaced. We've been following it. Here's the information on it. And uh, I'm kind of putting that on the table. So by identifying it early on, you're not going to have to negotiate it later because what ends up happening in situations like this is, you know, you go down as low as you, as low as you can on the price. Uh, buyers paying as much as they can on the price, and then you find a major problem, the whole deal falls apart. So I'm trying to protect you from that happening. That's good advice. Now, do I go ahead and should I paint it? Or, I mean, I, I sure. it basically painted, right? If it's, yeah, not, okay. if it's not structurally deteriorated, that's why I say get a home inspector on there, take a look at it first, yeah. and find out about not only the siding, but look, you're going to pay one price for the inspector to come out, let them do the whole house. Yeah, okay. And find out what's going on, and this way you can either disclose it or repair it at your option, your leisure, instead of while a buyer is kind of looking over your shoulder at everything you do. You know what I mean? I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good advice. Uh, I hadn't thought about that. I was in a hurry to get a painter in, but maybe I should... Uh... Mm, slow down. Slow down a little okay. bit. Yeah. Okay. Get the advice. Yeah. It won't take you long to schedule a home inspection. Then you'll have a better idea what you're doing. Go to the website for the American Society of Home Inspectors. It's homeinspector.org. And you could find an ASHI certified home inspector there. That would be your best place to start. Is that pretty expensive? Probably three or four hundred dollars. Oh, that's well, not bad. Well okay, worth it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Good. Thank you. That's a good idea. I really, I'm glad I called. Thank you. Peggy in Louisiana is on the line with a concrete question. What can we do for you today? Well, we have a slab concrete bottom, and it's built up with the uh, board skeletons, and it's covered with vinyl siding. And um, being Louisiana, it rains a lot, and the rain comes on the porch to where it's um, eating the inside wall, which is wooden, on the bottom. And um, I want to know how I can seal the outside vinyl siding to concrete slab to keep the water from coming in. So what's happening is that your concrete slab is in contact with the bottom of the vinyl siding. Is that correct? Yes. And um, right under that siding, is that wood a wood wall all the way down to the bottom where that slab is? Because typically you'd have about six inches of foundation before you started the siding at a minimum. And then the vinyl siding would start. So if your vinyl siding is going down flush to the slab... It's going to be almost impossible for you to seal it in any way, shape, or form from the outside and stop that from happening. Your only chance would be to take the siding off and then to install some flexible flashings. There's different types of flashing that you can use. There are rubberized flashings that are very good because you can basically form them wherever you need to get that entire area as tight as you possibly can 
and then put the siding back on on top of that. Siding itself, especially vinyl siding, you know, if you were to caulk that or anything of that nature, it's not really designed to seal in that way. So I feel like you're just going to be kind of running yourself in circles there. And while it could stop to some extent or slow down, at least temporarily, that leakage that you're reporting, the only way to really fix that and to get to the bottom of it is to pull that siding off and to flash it. And the only, we're only talking about the bottom of the siding here, not the, all the siding on the house. But the bottom couple of pieces would have to come off to do this job. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Post your question to the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com or call us at 888 Money Pit, presented by Home Advisor. They really have the best local pros for any home service. That's right. It doesn't matter what the project is. They make it fast and easy to find top-rated pros. There's also no membership fees, and it's 100% free to use. Try it out for yourself at HomeAdvisor.com. Up next, what can you do to your home that can make it seem roomier, save you money, and might actually help strengthen your bones and teeth? We'll have that answer after this. You live in a body pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Today's Money Pit is presented by Isonine Spray Foam Insulation, an effective one-step insulation product that insulates, air seals, and reduces drafts that can save as much as 40% on your heating and cooling bills. Learn more about Isonine Spray Foam Insulation today by visiting isonine.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, or post to the Money Pit community. You'll get the answer to your home improvement question, plus this hour we're giving away a great prize. That's right. We've got the Sonata Indoor Insect Trap by Dynatrap. Now, we have used Dynatraps at our home for two summers now, and the outside Dynatrap mosquito traps are incredibly effective. I don't think I've gotten a single bite outside my house in like two years. It just is so good. It's crazy. I mean, it's really amazing how good they are. The Sonata is now an indoor trap that works very similarly to the outdoor trap. It's going to kill mosquitoes if they happen to get through and other nuisance flying insects like the flies, especially the biting flies. If they get in your house, these traps will deal with them. They protect up to 300 square feet. 
They're pesticide and odor-free, whisper-quiet operation. There's no zapping, no buzzing, no expensive attractants or propane required. It's all included in the Sonata Insect Trap. You can learn more at Dynatrap.com. The value is 44 bucks. We've got two to give away to one listener drawn at random. Make that you. The number again is 888-MONEYPIT. All right, now we've got Randy from Maryland on the line with a decking question. How can we help you today? I just put a brand-new deck on the back of my house. The house was actually built in 1988, so it's good and settled. I just wonder how soon I could treat it. Well, I've heard, you know, two months, three months. I've heard a full season. I don't want to wait too long, but I don't want to do it too early. Randy, what's the material the deck is made out of? Is it pressure-treated lumber or cedar or redwood what? Yeah, it's pressure-treated lumber. Okay. So uh, what I would do uh, at this point is I would wait until next spring. Let it be exposed to the environment for a while. It is true that the lumber, when it first goes in, is uh, very moist. And my waiting... uh, uh, maybe six months in your case, uh, you're going to find that it's going to uh, dry out a bit and it'll be ready to sort of take a stain better than taking it right now. So I would certainly let it sit for a while and then stain it uh, before uh, before next summer when it gets, uh, you know, sort of cool and dry out. And then in terms of the stain itself, I would recommend that you uh, choose a solid color stain. It will still show the grain through, but it'll have more pigment in it and it'll last longer. Does that help you out? I think so. So basically say wait a full season then? Yeah, I would wait a full season and then I would stain it after that. Okay. Thanks, Randy. I hope that helps you out. We appreciate you calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Okay, so what can you add to your home to help make it seem more spacious, save you money, and possibly help strengthen your bones and teeth? A skylight. You know, skylights can open rooms up to natural light, make small spaces seem larger, and create energy-efficient possibilities that may help lower your utility bills. Plus, some studies show that people who are exposed to more sunlight may boost their vitamin D, and that's also known to strengthen teeth and bones. It also makes you feel a lot happier. Vitamin D really is so good for you. Absolutely. And I tell you what, now that we're starting to lose daylight, it's a great time to put in a skylight. But there is a big headache. If your skylight is not installed right, you could end up with costly water damage. Now, when you are building skylights or other roof details like valleys or rake edges or chimneys or ridges or dormers, you need to make sure you're careful not to let that water get in. So with skylights, the best type of skylight to use is one that's called a curbed skylight. So it sits up off the roof about three or four inches. The other type, which is less expensive, of course, is a flush skylight. If you use a flush skylight, I have never found a flush skylight that doesn't leak or isn't going to leak. So it's a really bad idea, even though they're less expensive. You want to use one that's curbed because the curbed skylights get flashed the same way the roof might be flashed if you're going between a lower roof and, say, a second floor wall. It's just a much better way to do it. There's also another option if you don't want to go through the trouble and expense of putting in a big uh, skylight. You can use what's called a sun tunnel. Now, a sun tunnel is interesting because it's like a, it looks kind of like a vent that fits on top of your roof, but it's actually a skylight at the top. Usually it's round. And then there's a mirror-coated duct that goes from that skylight through the ceiling. So you don't have the big light shaft to help to frame and you know cut drywall and all that kind of stuff, which is a lot of work. You basically take this tube, which is mirror-coated the inside. It hooks up to the underside of the skylight, which is on the roof. 
it hooks down to the ceiling below and instantly you got natural light in your house. So it's a really good project to think about this time of year before it gets too cold or too dark outside. We've got Sandra in Maryland on the line. She's got a really old house and an electrical problem. What's happening at your money pit? 103 years old. Oh, that's great. That's a good age for houses. It's just starting to get seasoned, settling in a bit. (laughs) (laughs) It settles a lot. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So um, has the wiring been updated at all or is it original? Is it knob and tube? What kind of wiring do you have? I have a mix of knob and tube and some updated. What's down in the walls, I think, is still knob and tube. Um, Okay. Some of the stuff that's more out is has been replaced and what are you planning to do what what's precipitating this this uh, question is this just a general concern about safety or are you doing some other remodeling well, what i've done is started redoing the kitchen and i okay. took up the you know seven layers of linoleum and <laughs> got okay. all the creosote out and got all the stuff that probably i shouldn't have been inhaling out of the kitchen um and we sanded the floors and kept the original old wood floors Um, and the paneling in the kitchen, I'm not willing to tear down because it's horsehair plaster behind it. And every time you touch the wall, you hear stuff fall. Right. Um, so I'm not willing to replace it. We painted the paneling and I want to put new floorboard trim around, but all of the wiring it's those big black wires that go from one outlet to another outlet. Let me give you some advice on this because it is time to update that wiring. First of all, any existing knob and tube wiring is very dangerous, and, and here's why. When it gets to be 100 years old, the insulation on that wiring is very dried out, very brittle, very crumbly. I can't tell you how many times in the 20 years I spent as a home inspector that I found that kind of wiring in-house and often found burn marks, very frightening, burn marks on the framing that surrounded it. So you definitely want to deactivate that wiring. You don't have to physically pull it out of the walls as long as it's not electrified. And then, of course, you want to update that with new modern wiring that's consistent with current electrical code. Now, for the kitchen, you really want to do something different than what it would have been done when the home was originally built. It had wiring, but it had all that kitchen, I'm sure, on one circuit. And that's why in older homes, sometimes when you're in a kitchen, you often see the lights dim when the refrigerators kick on because they're both major appliance and lighting are on the same circuit. You want to have one circuit for your appliances, your dishwasher, your 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 refrigerator, perhaps even more than one circuit for that, and then a separate circuit for uh, lighting and, and outlets. And of course, all of the outlets also should be ground fault protected because this is a wet location and ground fault protection protects you from receiving a shock uh, if you were using an appliance that shorted or had any, any other type of electrical incident that occurred. So you are smart to be concerned about this. Um, it is something that you should take care of, whether you do it one room at a time or the entire house at a time. You know, that's going to be up to time and, and, and budget. But you should have on your overall remodeling plan uh, the need to get rid of that knob and tube and completely de-energize it because it is unsafe uh, for the reasons I stated. Also, by the way, that particular wiring is not grounded, nor is it groundable. So that's another reason it's unsafe. It's just the way it was done back then. I think some of the kitchen had been done because I did have an electrician friend come in and, and install some new outlets. Mm-hmm. And he just ran from one to the next, and I do have different circuit breakers downstairs and all that kind okay. of a stuff. But um, one of the things that one I do have, I think the one wall hasn't been done. I know that sounds odd. Um, but when they have the wires that are out, the big black you know, wires going across or any of the wires, and I don't want them to go behind the wall because they can't without damaging the wall. 
Do I need to put those metal covers over them before I can put the trim board down so I don't... Well, if if you have... Uh, if you're talking about the original knob and tube wiring being big black wires, you can't bury that. That's very unsafe. Okay. And here's here's why. Okay. Knob and tube wiring, the, the reason, and by the way, for those that are not familiar with this, if you've ever seen an old house where wires seem to be strung on little ceramic posts that stick off the side of beams, uh, those are the knobs. And then where the wires go through the framing, there's a ceramic tube. That's the tube. That's why it's called knob and tube. And the reason that it sticks off the beam Sandra, is because it has to be air-cooled. So that's why you can't bury knob and tube wiring under trim. You can't even put insulation around it because it makes it doubly unsafe. So if it's the big black wire, then I know I've still got original knob and tube in there. I would have your electrician come in and determine where that wire is being energized, make sure uh, that if it's knob and tube, it, it is completely disconnected, and then run whatever you have to do from there. And if you can only do it one room at a time, you'll be just that much more safe. But if you can do the whole house, and just do it. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Sandra. Good luck with that project. You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show presented by Home Advisor, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. And just ahead, the most indispensable tool in any household is, of course, duct tape. But as great as duct tape is, it doesn't work very well when the surface is rough, dirty, damp, or even wet. We'll tell you what will work after this. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, it's often been said that the only two things you need in your toolbox is WD-40 and duct tape. But when it comes to duct tape, not all tapes are created equal, and most can't really even handle heat, moisture, or cold weather. Well, there's a new tape on the market that can do that and more. It's called T-Rex, and it's designed to deliver intense holding power no matter what the application. We're talking indoors or out and through snow, rain, ice, or blazing heat. It's made by the SureTech company, and with us to talk about this very cool innovation in an age-old product is Stephen Wagner, who manages the product for SureTech. Welcome, Steve. Hey, thank you for having me. i tell you what, this is... Uh, um, a great topic for us to chat about because I think that everybody thinks duct tape is all created equal. And I spent many years as a professional home inspector and I've seen many, many duct tape repairs. And I've generally found that the repair lasts for a very short period of time. I mean, take 
Take duct tape on ducks, for example. You might get a season or two out of it, but then it heats up and dries out and falls right off. You guys have really sort of reinvented the product with T-Rex. And I saw some cool demos where you could even even had this stuff sort of frozen in a block of ice. You pulled it right out, and it was still plenty sticky and just went right to work again. Yeah, that's really a testament to the materials that we're using to make T-Rex tape. It's the same construction, really, when it comes down to it, as the regular duct tape that you mentioned. But what we've done is we've really gone out and sourced the best rubbers, the best adhesives, the best fabric scrim that's in the middle of the tape that really holds it together. And we also use a very durable, aggressive, and and durable, well, most importantly, durable backing. And combined together, it really does give you that, that premium product. And like you said, we can bust it out of a block of ice, and it still works fine. I mean, it's amazing. One of your ads shows, you know, somebody camping, hanging off of a mountainside, and they've used the T-Rex tape to sort of create the handles that are holding their sleeping system up in the sky. It's amazing. Yeah, that was kind of a dramatic demonstration, but it really it, it's a testament to the strength of the product and the quality of it. We actually, it was actually me that tested that out. Oh, for a good while. Yeah. So well, you had to be pretty sure confident to do that. <laughs> yeah, definitely confident in our product here at T Rex. Well, I also noticed that when you handle it, it definitely feels uh, much thicker and much heavier. What kind of response have you been getting from uh, from the public? Have you getting folks that are that are telling you that they're they're taping things that maybe they didn't think they could tape or repair before? Yeah, I think a lot of people really are expecting more out of their products lately. Premium products are doing you know very well across all categories, and in typical duct tapes are usually around nine mil thick, and T Rex is seventeen mil thick, so oh, wow. it really has that thicker adhesive better durability and higher quality that people expect. And yeah, they can do more with this tape. It will stick to dirtier, rougher surfaces. It'll last longer because of the UV um, uh, resistant materials that we use to make this product. And uh, again, it's just super thick, so it can really be rubbed into like grit and dirt and concrete or bricks. And that really gives people uh, a better experience with the tape and, and they don't need as much of it either. You can hold more with less tape, which is a big benefit. Can you still rip it by hand? Yeah, it is very strong, but as you as you mentioned, it's important to be able to tear it by hand easily. It can tear it both ways very nicely as well. So if you need a thinner strip for whatever your repair is, you can also cut it down nice and easily just by tearing it in half. You know, Steve, I'm a backpacker, and uh, last summer I took uh, about a dozen scouts on a, about a 100-mile backpacking trip to New Mexico, high altitude, oh, pretty, wow. pretty intense backpacking trip. And, of course, we had to carry everything, so I wasn't about to carry a full roll of T-Rex. But what we did is we took some T-Rex, and we actually took maybe um, – a yard of it and wrapped it around every trekking pole so that we always had a supply of good quality T-Rex duct tape to basically make a repair, patch a tent that would rip or anything of that nature kind of right with us. So we literally carried it for that 100 miles uh, in case we needed it. And I was really glad that we did because we actually did need it a couple of times. One was to fix a boot that tore open, uh, separated from the from the heel. And the other one was actually to uh, patch up a, a, a tent that got a small uh, hole in it from fire. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. And, and, and that's an age-old use for duct tape. And then we also have smaller rolls. We have one that we call the Mighty Roll, where it's a really thin roll. So you could fit it in a glove box or a toolbox or even a backpack if you didn't want to bring that full roll, as you mentioned before. So see that you're also offering T-Rex in other types of tape. You've got a clear repair tape, a packing tape, and a mounting tape. So are all those products premium products uh, You know, compared to the other products that are on the market that maybe don't have you know, the same amount of adhesive or thickness or, or matting material? 
Yeah, absolutely. We're really, really careful about what we launch under the T-Rex brand. We want to make sure that it's addressing the needs of the consumer with that highest and most premium quality product that we have out there. Our clear repair tape, for example, um, it's not just a clear plastic backing. It's actually something called an ionomer backing, which comes out of the meat packing industry because it's extremely puncture resistant, very durable, very stretchy. And it's also got that UV resistance. Uh, what we did is we took the best, highest quality adhesive that we could, laminated it onto that backing, and now you have this clear repair tape, which is just an unbelievable product. Um, UV resistant, it actually sticks to wet surfaces. If you push the tape down into that water and rub the water out from under the adhesive, it'll stick to that surface, which is really a dynamic uh, proposition for a tape to have when you think about it. That is very cool. Steve Wagner, the product manager for T-Rex Tape, made by SureTech. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. If you'd like to learn more, check out trextape.com. That's T-R-E-X-Tape.com. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. Coming up next, your stove's vent hood quietly does its job day in and day out, but rarely does it get the attention it deserves. Well, show your appreciation by keeping it in tip-top shape. We'll tell you how after this. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And whether you are buying, selling, or just enjoying your home, we're here to help you every step of the way. You can call in your home improvement or decor question to 888-MONEY-PIT, which is presented by HomeAdvisor, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. Bill in Texas is on the line with a question about algae on a roof. What's going on at your money pit? Okay, I've got a uh, little issue with a lot of this 
I would say it was algae. It's green on the north side of my house. Okay. I have I have power washed it in the past, but all I used was straight water, and it uh, didn't take long to come back. I'm uh, looking to paint it here pretty soon, and uh, wonder if you have anything in mind that I ought to use. So first of all, you should understand why it's happening. North side of the house being the cooler side of the house is where you usually get the most deposit of mold, moss, mildew, or algae. I've also got a lot of bushes there. I'm sure that's part of my problem. Yeah, I agree. When you block sunlight, that's the most natural mildew site out there. When you block sunlight, uh, then you invite that. So to the extent possible, you should try to thin those bushes out a bit uh, or cut them back a bit, uh, at least to let some more air and sunlight get in there. Now, in terms of eliminating the problem that you have now, can't just blast off the algae like you've done in the past, because as you've seen, it comes right back. What you have to do is you have to use uh, an algicide that actually kills the algae, and that gets right down into the root of the matter where it's attached into the house uh, and stops it from regrowing. There's a product called Spray and Forget that works quite well, and you simply apply it, and then it will stop the algae from growing itself, and basically it falls away. So Spray and Forget takes a little while for that to happen, but it's very effective, and you can apply it then periodically, say every three months or so, to uh, stop it from growing once again. That would be the best way to get it off and, and have it stay off. Spray and forget. Sounds like a plan. All right, Bill. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Well, are you a home-improving weekend warrior? Then have we got a sweepstakes for you. Listen up. Launching October 1st. We've partnered with the Home Depot on a sweepstake that will make tool hounds drool with a shot at winning some of the coolest tools from the aisles of the Home Depot. Well, the Money Pit Weekend Warrior Sweepstakes features over $4,500 in prizes, including the Milwaukee 46-inch 16-drawer tool chest and rolling cabinet set. This beautiful toolbox is valued at $698. It's over 60 inches tall and holds up to 1,800 pounds of tools which you're going to need because part of that first place prize also includes the six-tool Milwaukee M18 Fuel 18-volt lithium-ion cordless combo kit worth 999 bucks. I mean, all told, guys, there are over 40 prizes, including workbenches, mechanics tools, levels, power tools. Get the details and enter now at moneypit.com. You can even increase your chances of winning by entering once a day and sharing the sweeps with your friends. It's online now at moneypit.com. Heading over to Ohio, Linda's on the line with the window question. What can we do for you? Um, in, in an apartment that's supposed to be um, energy efficient, but my heating bills and my air conditioning bills are really high, I don't think I can climb up there and put the plastic on the windows anymore. Is there any other way to... It's a real challenge when you're a renter because you're right. There's only limited things that you can do, but there are things that you can do. Now, um, you mentioned putting the plastic on there. I'm not quite sure, um, you know, what you're doing in terms of the plastic, but the shrink film plastic works the best where it essentially covers the whole interior of the window space. And then you use a hairdryer once you apply it and it gets really taut and clear. That's one thing that you can do. The second thing is that there is a um, sort of a liquid weather stripping. It's like a weather stripping caulk. And it looks like silicone caulk, right? So what you do with this stuff is you essentially caulk your window shut. You put it in all the places there's gaps. And the nice thing is that in the spring, it remains rubbery, and you can kind of grab the edge of it and peel it right away. Now, the only bad thing is this. 
whatever window you caulk, you won't be able to open all winter long. So if it's a bedroom window, you can't do it there because you need egress in the event of an emergency. But it works great, especially with really old windows, because it does seal them up, and it's easy to do, and it doesn't damage the windows. It peels right off. Do you have a name, or are you not allowed to say it on the air? There's a, there's a number of different brands of it. I know that Red Devil makes one. I think DAP makes one. And I think there's also a, a, a generic one. Uh, and you ought to be able to find it at the Home Depot. And if it's not on the shelf, I would ask the service desk and describe the product uh, to them. The weather stripping caulk is what you're looking for, and uh, perhaps uh, they'll be able to order it for you. But I have seen it on the store shelves. I'm writing it down. All right. Well, listen. Good luck. I hope that helps you out, Linda. Appreciate you calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Well, your stove's exhaust vent hood is there for every cooking adventure, but rarely you give it any attention. Am I right? Except maybe that one time you're burning something in the kitchen and there's a lot of smoke. Well, to keep it operating safely, the filter in your stove's vent hood needs some regular attention. Yeah, it does. And those standard filters need to be cleaned. And the best way to do that is with a degreasing solution followed by warm and soapy water. Or you can simply put it on the top rack of your dishwasher. Now, if your fan is using the activated charcoal filters, get in the habit of replacing those about every quarter, about every three months. Do those two steps and that vent fan will be in good working order, except for the smoky kitchen incidents. And, and then I don't think there's <laughs> any fan that can really stand up to that. <laughs> that is true. Just know the phone number for the fire department and your alarm codes for when your smoke alarm goes off. Well, dishwashers are supposed to make your dishes clean, not stinky. Nathan, what's going on? Smell coming from the dishwasher. Uh, change the drain hose, clean up the interior. Uh, still got a smell. Typically, when you get odor from a dishwasher, it's because of, of microbes that are decaying from all the food particles that are in there. And to get rid of that smell, you really need to do a thorough job cleaning it. There's a product called Dishwasher Magic that's very effective. And it's also very easy to use. You put the bottle of Dishwasher Magic in the, in the tray, and then you run the machine. And it's specifically designed to get into all of those nooks and crannies and deal with that type of debris and odor that results from it. And uh, it comes clean in uh, one cycle. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Hey, when it comes to bathroom design, do you feel kind of stuck with only using tile as your flooring choice? Well, not so. If you love the look of wood, we'll tell you how you can have that in your bath and more after this. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And the Money Pit is presented by homeadvisor.com. Find top rated home pros that you can trust. And for local pros who want to grow their business, HomeAdvisor is the easy way to get connected with project-ready homeowners. Hey, starting October 1st, you can enter the Money Pit Weekend Warrior Sweepstakes for a chance at winning some very cool tools from the Home Depot. We've got over 40 prizes worth over $4,500. Enter today at MoneyPit.com. 
And you know what else you can enter? Just enter your home improvement question right there at moneypit.com as well. I've got a post here from Jeremy who writes, we've got a screen and porch. What's the best way to insulate this space to create a livable bedroom? Gosh, you know, we get so many questions from folks that have screened in porches or other types of sunrooms and want to convert it to to finished living space. I understand the the, uh, the interest in doing that, but it's just you have to understand that they're not built the same as say an addition might be. You know, the foundation is not the same. If it's a slab, it's probably just the slab. If it's a deck, it's on footings. The first thing you need to do is to make sure it's legal because in some towns it's not. The second thing you need to do is to check that structure to make sure it's durable. If it's not legal or if the structure is not durable, I just would not take it any further. Yeah, and you know what? It's going to be really hard to just stay warm in that space. I mean, Tom's right. Use it as a screened in porch and enjoy it because that really does add a great usable space to your home. Well, if you love the look of wood flooring, and who doesn't? It's absolutely gorgeous. And you also want to do a bathroom makeover. Well, you can actually put the two together. You don't have to use just tile. You can use laminate flooring or other types of flooring that are waterproof or water resistant. Leslie tells you how in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, you know, wood look flooring in a bath really is a great way to bring a warmer surface to your bathroom design and make the bathroom just feel so gorgeously finished. Now, traditionally, we'd say wood flooring in a bathroom, no way. It can't stand up to the water. It can't stand up to the moisture. It's never going to last. God forbid you have a leak. You're going to be, you know, totally out of luck. But not so. So many of the laminate floorings today are becoming more and more advanced so that they can actually withstand being submerged in water should that happen, though hopefully that doesn't happen. So you want to make sure you look for a laminate flooring that's truly water resistant and then go ahead and pick out any of these wood look laminate flooring choices out there. I mean, Pergo has one, Outlast Plus, that's really meant to withstand this type of moisture exposure and the really the bathroom setting is ideal for this type of product. Now, the good news is, regardless of what the price point is, usually folks' bathrooms are on the smaller side, so you don't need a tremendous amount of wood flooring. That said, you can get really creative in a small space by doing a herringbone pattern or an interesting inlay. You've got a lot of choices when it comes to the wood look flooring, and a bathroom is a great place to show it off. And you probably don't even have to take up the old tile, right? You could usually lay it right on top. I mean, as long as everything's in good shape and it's not sticking up or breaking or anything, go right ahead. Great idea. And that's today's flooring design tip presented by Pergo Outlast Plus, the only water-resistant laminate that prevents water from seeping into the joints. Pergo's Spill Protect 24 technology creates a watertight surface so spills can be wiped up or will simply evaporate over time. Plus, Pergo's superior design with deep textures and high-definition printing create an incredibly realistic wood look. Outlast Plus resists water and ends worries. Available in 19 different colors for $2.79 a square foot at the Home Depot and online at homedepot.com. Coming up next time on The Money Pit, before you fire up the fireplace or wood stove, it's really important you make sure the chimney is clean and venting safely. We'll tell you how on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.
Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.